Well, hello, everybody. How are we doing? It's Saturday. And so far, so good. I've enjoyed my Saturday unexpectedly. Met with some friends this morning for a lovely cup of coffee. We sat in Costa for three hours, having a good old chinwag about life, work, and everything else in between, which was really nice, very therapeutic to have a sit down with some really good friends and have a chinwag. My name's Lucy. I live in the leafy suburb of Surrey. Very leafy it is too. <laughs> it's a nice day today. It's dry. It's winter, but it's crisp and fresh out, which is always lovely. I took the dog for a walk this afternoon, which was very, very nice indeed. Nice long walk. Sometimes they tend to be very quick walks. It's a case of, oh, God, got to walk the dog. So let's get out. But on a weekend, of course, I can give it a little bit more time. And ideally, if I can do a walk somewhere where there is a nice little coffee stop on the way, because I love a cup of coffee. Lola is now exhausted. She is asleep by my feet. Literally, she came in and crashed. Of course, she's only six months old. She has a lot of energy, but she still does crash very, very easily. So she has come home and crashed. Won't stop her from waking up in an hour or two and going nuts again, though. My friends this morning were saying just how nuts that she is. It's been a nice Saturday. I just feel like this last week I have done so much work and I've just felt like I've not had any time for me despite going out and playing darts with the girls on Tuesday night. But I feel like I haven't had any other time for me. So it's been nice to have a relatively relaxing day, doing things I've wanted to do, being a bit social. It's been really lovely. And now I'm sat talking to you whilst trying to come up with my shopping list. <laughs> I am like old Mother Hubbard with nothing in her cupboards. It's one of those things, you know, sometimes you kind of have lots of different bits in your cupboards and other times it feels like you're running out of everything at once. So things whereby, for example, sauces, saucy, sauces, you kind of like run out, you might run out of ketchup quicker than you run out of something else. And I seem to be running out of everything at the same time. So it's going to be an expensive shop because I have to replenish the ketchup, the mayo, the salad cream, the barbecue sauce and the brown sauce all at the same time. I don't normally have to buy that many sauces at once. I'm going to forget something. I know I am. And then I have to try and think about what I'm doing over the next week. So I'm in London on Monday, so I don't have to worry about too much about Monday. I'm out most of the day tomorrow. So I'm not going to be able to make like a roast. I do like to do a roast dinner on a Sunday. So I won't be able to make a roast dinner tomorrow, maybe. So then I'm thinking, well, do I need to get something with the slow cooker and put that on in the morning? So I've got something made. So what do I need to, what am I going to make? What am I going to buy? Oh my goodness, the pressure on my shopping list. It's going to be bedtime before long. Well, it's kind of tea time now. Do you call it tea or do you call it dinner? That's enough about food. Let's get on to tonight's show. We're going to have a bit of comedy tonight because it is Saturday. But before I do, I can't forget my shout outs. I would like to say a huge foxy hello to the following people. Lee, Johan, Dan Klein, who is out delivering tomatoes and beans from Pennsylvania to New Jersey in his semi-truck. Is it a semi or a semi? I don't know. One of those. Um, so hello to you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for getting in touch. It's really, really appreciated. But let's now move on to what this evening has installed. It is comedy night. So we have an episode of Steptoe and Son. This one's called The Bird and it was first broadcast on the 10th of July in 1966. Why don't you enjoy? We now present another episode in the radio series based on the world-famous BBC comedy success, Steptoe and Son. <laughs> With Wilfred Bramble as Albert. There they are, nearly finished. Just bung them in the oven at regular number nine and they'll come up lovely. 
hope that good-for-nothing son of mine doesn't come in and open the oven door. They won't rise. Harry H. Corbett as Harold. Why is it? If ever I do bring a bird back home, he lets me down. It must be deliberate. I mean, no one could be like it all the time. He just can't bear to let me out of his sight. Do you know what? I think he's dead jealous. And here they are in The Bird. That then? Aye. I said that's that then. That's what then? That is. I've finished for the day. Have you fed the horse? Of course I've fed the horse. I wouldn't have said that's that then if I hadn't. Have you wrapped him up? Yes, I've wrapped him up. Look, when I say that's that, that means I've done it all. It means I've finished. Gordon Bennett, if you don't know that after all these you years... You could have forgotten. Well, I haven't forgotten. I've fed him. I've wrapped him up. I've put the cart away. I've put the bar across the gates. I've done it all. I've finished. That's that, then. Did you take his collar off? I told you. I... <coughs> I'll do it in a minute. <laughs> anyway, it'll keep his neck warm. No wonder that horse. He's got round shoulders. That great heavy thing left on him all the time. You wouldn't like it. He can't feed properly with that collar on. When he puts his head in the nose bag, it slips down and wallops his ears. <laughs> But he's too skinny, ain't he? I told you before, you ought to get rid of him. I'm sorry, Dad. I just can't get worked up about him. Callous. Well, come on. Let's get these batteries sorted out. Oh, I don't know why you waste your time. Dead torch batteries. What good are they? I've got a steady custom in torch batteries. They are dead. They ain't no good. They are when you put them in the oven and, and warm them up. You get another couple of hours out of them that way. I made a lot of money in the war when you couldn't get number eight batteries. Do you remember? No, I don't remember. I was fighting for my country during the war. <laughs> well, well, I was doing my bit as well. You couldn't get number eight batteries, and you couldn't see where you were going in the blackout without a torch. And anyway, I was in the first lot. That was a war, that was. Not like the picnic you was in. Picnic? I was at Dunkirk, mate. I went right through Africa, right up Italy, and straight out to Burma. Yeah, well, well, you were on the move all the time, weren't you? <laughs> you saw the world. I was stuck in the same trench for four years, I oh, was. Oh, God, here we go. Landers. We were real soldiers, we were. If it hadn't been for the perishing officers, we could have won that war by 1916. Lions led by donkeys. That's what the Germans called us. <laughs> Oh, blimey, look at him. Lee out a lion. Jack, you stop that. You show a bit of respect for an old soldier. You show a bit of respect, you hear me? That's where I got my leg. That was mortally wounded in the line of battle. That's what they told my mum. How could you be mortally wounded? You are only mortally wounded if you snuff it. Don't you tell me I was, I was wounded. It was in the leg. I was in a terrible state. It was touch and go. Touch and go? Go on, then show us your scar. Come on, show us your scar. I mean, you can't have a mortal wound without having a scar. Come on, show us your scar. Get out of it. Get out of it. Leave my leg alone. Nah, you, you've been living off that leg for 40 years, ain't you? You're always moaning about it. Come on, show us. Come on. Get out of it. Nah, you ain't got one, have you? No, I have. No, you haven't. 
You ain't even got a pension. I got a scar. It's up here on me thigh. Yeah, shifting apart a bit, ain't it? <laughs> and last year it was down there on your shin. Well, it's the shrapnel. It moves about. Come on, take your trousers down. Come on, let's have a look. Look, if you've got a scar, I'll take the horse collar off. There you are. I can't say fairer than that, can I? Come on. Oh, I got medals in that drawer. Oh, I don't want to see your medals. I want to see your scar. <laughs> Come on, Leo. Show us your scar. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you the back of my hand in a minute. You're not too old for a clout around the ear, you know. Oh, have a go on, then. Have a go. Go on, go on, go on. Go on, let's see you have a go. Just this once. Go on, just see how far oh, you well, get. Go I, on, I, go on. Yeah, yeah. Go on, try and hang one on me, like you used to. Go on. Yeah, you used to wallop me a lot in the old days, didn't you? Big man, weren't you? When I was seven. <laughs> I got scars all right on the bunch. Look, if I didn't have a good head of hair on me head, they'd look horrible. I got scars. I was only trying to bring you up proper. I only did it for your own good. I, I, I only did what I thought was right. After your mum went, I was on my own. I had to look after the business, look after you. I had your education to worry about. You didn't worry about that for long, did you? <laughs> I mean, you had me up on a cart when I was 12. I, I had to, son getting too much for me on my own and my leg was playing me up. Don't keep on about your rotten lousy leg. <laughs> now, look, son. Son? When was I ever a son to you? Cheap labour, that's all I was. <laughs> well, it hasn't worked out too bad. You've got a good business here. You haven't had a bad life. What sort of a life have I had? On the cart at 12, in the army at 18, back on the cart at 22. And that's all I've done. Thirty-seven years old, four in the army, twenty-one on the cart. <laughs> well, I ain't going on much longer. What do you mean? Never you mind. Where are you going? I'm going in the kitchen. Aren't you going to help me put these batteries in the oven? No, I ain't got time. I've got to get ready. What are you getting ready for? I'm going out. What, again? Yes, again. You went out last night. Oh, no, I went out last night. I'm going out tonight as well. Then I wouldn't be surprised if I went out again tomorrow night. All right? Where do you go, then? Just out. Yeah, but where? Nowhere. Just out, that is all. Oh, you can't go out without going anywhere. Well, I can, and I'm going. <laughs> out. What time will you be in? Oh, I don't know. I might be late. I might be very late. Well, what are you going to do, then? Now, look, I'm your 37-year-old son. I'm not your 16-year-old daughter. I mean, nobody's going to try anything on me. I mean, no one's going to get me up a dark alleyway. I mean, no one's going to drag me up with vintage cider and have a go at me. And I'm not a Judy, Dad. I'm a bloke. You're worrying like I was a Judy or something. It's not natural going like that. It's dark. I'd better see if them batteries is cooked. You know, Perry Mason's on tonight. Well, yes, 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 I know. Hello. Oh, well. I thought you'd be staying in to watch it. No, I'm going out. Only, you usually stay in and watch it. Yes, well, I don't fancy it tonight. You know, I mean, you get into a rut, don't you? Yeah. I thought you liked Perry Mason. Yeah, he's all right. Well, why don't you stay in and watch him? I happen to have made arrangements to go out. Oh, you're meeting somebody then? So now you know. <laughs> I'm meeting somebody. Oh. Uh, 
where you be? If I want to get in touch with you, you know, in, in case something happens. You're fishing, aren't you? No, I'm not. It's important. I'm not a young man anymore. You never know when I want to get in touch with you, me heart being what it is. Where'll you be? Well, I don't know. And you could try the Silver Grill at the Savoy or the American Bar at the Ritz. I haven't made my mind up yet. You're having a shave, then? Oh, good. You had a shave yesterday. I've never known you to have two shaves in a week before. Uh, must be something special if you have to have a shave. Oh, oh ah, don't keep talking to me when I'm shaving. This is sharp. I've just owned it. Well, I don't want to go out with a bird with bits of fag paper stuck all over my face, do I? Ah. Ah, you're going out with a bird, are you? Oh, I see. So that's what you're getting all tarted up for. Oh, I see. That's the way the wind's blowing. Birds now, is it? Oh, so now you know. I'm going out with a bird. Is that all right with you, Dad? I mean, can I go out, Dad? Can I go out with a girl, Dad? I won't be like Dad. I won't get her into trouble, Dad. Oh, is that all right? Please, please, can I go out, please, Dad? And not so much lip. Oh, God, blimey. You're like an old hen, you are. I mean, it's ridiculous. I'm old enough to go out with a bird if I want. To. I didn't say you wasn't, didn't I? And you, you can come and go as you please. Nobody's trying to stop you. Oh, no. Well, blimey, it's like living in a cage, you know. I'll have to dig a tunnel to get out of here soon. Now then, where's that lime of Jamaica after shave lotion? Oh, there. <laughs> I don't mind you going out. I like to see you enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself while you're young. Because when you're old, nobody will worry about you when you're left all on your own. You poor old man. Oh, you got nothing to live for, have you? Here you are. Go on, take my razor, cut your throat. <laughs> go on, pull yourself out of your misery. Get that thing away from me. Go, go on. You'd like to see me off, wouldn't you? It's come to that now, ain't it? It's the first time you've said it, but it's been on your mind, ain't it? I seen you looking at me. Oh, look, I was only joking about the razor. Well, it was just that... Well, you was getting on my wick a bit, that's all. Never thought I'd hear my own son want to do myself in. That's when it's hard. Your own flesh and blood! <laughs> I said I was only joking. That's all right. I'll make arrangements in the morning and I'll be off. Old people's home. I should have done it a long time ago. I've got a few bobs saved up. I'll be all right. Oh, God. What are you sitting down for? You'd better get a move on if you're going out. I ain't going. You don't have to stop in here because of me. No, it's not worth it. Oh, stop kicking that chair. You'll hurt it. It's my chair. That's vandalism, that is. Wanting distraction. Well, I know good. It ain't worth two half crowns. Oh, that's where you're wrong. That's a good chair. Queen Anne, that is. Look at them legs. Ball and claw, they are. Ball and claw ain't Queen Anne. Yes, it is. No, it ain't. Well, what is it, then? Well, I don't know. But it ain't Queen Anne. Queen Anne's legs is thick and bandy. <laughs> well, it, it's antique anyway. How can it be antique with foam rubber seats? <laughs> they didn't have foam rubber in antique times. Oh, you ain't half ignorant, aren't you? It's like that Elizabethan cocktail cabinet you bought. 
You believed them. 25 nicker you gave them. I told you they didn't have cocktails in them days. Oh, no, you knew, didn't you? Taking it up to the British Museum to have it valued. Oh, I mean, you're just making us look a laugh in stocking the trade, that is all. You got any old junk? Take it round to Steptoe and Son. Oh, wait till the old man's in by himself. Sell him anything. Yeah, and I haven't forgotten that Georgian record player either. <laughs> that was Georgian. Yeah, George the Sixth. We can all make mistakes. Oh. Hey, leave that chair alone. If you're not going to go out, don't kick the furniture to bits. No, I've been a prisoner all my life. I might as well go on like it. I'm like that dog you had. You never let him out in case he ran away. In here for ten years he was. Never once outside the yard. Oh, it was for his own good. Look what happened to him when he did get out. He got run over. Yeah, well, of course he did. he never seen a car before. <laughs> I, I miss that dog, I do. He never left me on my own. I miss that dog. Yeah, well, you can get yourself another dog, because you ain't chaining me up in the yard. Where's my shirt? I thought you said you were staying in. Yeah, well, I, I decided not to. I'm, I'm going out. You're going to meet this girl. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to meet her. Here, what do you think of my Italian striped shirt, eh? Oh, nice. Very nice. What time will you be in? Now, don't start that all over again. Oh, I just want to know. I want to know whether to wait up here or not. Well, it depends, don't it? If I'm lucky, I, I might be out all night. <laughs> if I'm not, I'll be home early. Will you be going out tomorrow as well? I expect so. Oh, yes, I expect we'll be seeing a lot of each other. Oh, yes, she's very impressed with me. Why not bring her back home here? Bring her earlier? I've only just met her. I don't want to put her off. Well, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? Are you ashamed of your own home? No, it's not that. I mean, it's all right for you and me, but, but well, birds is different, you know. And all that clobber on. They've got to be careful where they sit. I mean, I mean, you couldn't ask her to sit on that sofa. Well, suppose she flopped down on that bit of gas pipe. What should have thought of me? We've got some chairs out in the yard. I, I could easily get them in. They've been undercover. and They're not wet or anything. And I, I'll have a bit of a clean-up. Yeah, I'll clean the place up. And you bring her home. We could have a nice evening like other people do. I'll make a nice change. There hasn't been a bird in here since your mother left us. Bring her home to dinner. Oh, gold. Yeah. And I'll get some fish and chips in on plates, proper like. With knives and forks and, and some gherkins and a tin of fruit or something. Some evaporated milk. What do you think? Well, well, it sounds all right. I'll think about it. Yes, let me think about it, eh? I'll sort of put it to her. See what she says, you know. Only you, you've got to be careful... Because I only just met her. I mean, she might not bottle it. You know, going back to a bloke's place so soon. See, she don't know you're here. You know, I mean, she don't know me. I might be a bit of a dodgy customer for all she knows. I mean, getting her back to my place, I might be working me loaf. <laughs> I might be after a bit of the old what's it. I mean, it's very, very, very delicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you ask her. Yes, I will. Yes, we'll see, eh? Oh, well, I better be going now. I, mean, I don't want to keep uh, hanging about. Cheerio, then. Cheerio. Don't forget to ask her. No, I won't. 
Cheerio, Dave. Cheerio. Cheerio, Dave. Then there's half a bar. I'm out of my wages. What? Another one? That's 30 bob we've had this week. She's costing a lot of money, this bird, ain't she? I hope you're getting your money's worth. Ooh. You ain't all crude, ain't you? Oh, of course. That is what you are. Here you are. Haven't you got a cleaner note? Ooh, All the germs there must be on this. Oh, well, see you later. Good riddance. Got a good mind to go out myself. I could get a better bird than him, even at my age. Put me other teeth in, I'll be all right. Don't suppose the pally's changed much. Let's twist again. Last minute, last summer. Let's twist again. Oh, God, me knee. Oh, I think I have got a bad leg. Hi, I'm dead. Roxanne will be here in a minute. Well, you did ask me to invite her out for dinner. Well, she ought to get herself moving. She's late. Yes, candlelight is very romantic. That's a pity the candles ain't all the same height, though. <laughs> but they look very nice all the same. Hey, Dad, what do you reckon we ought to have with the fish and chips? Do you think we ought to have an ock or a pulley for sea? I don't care. Any colour will do me. <laughs> He's going to let me down. No, I can see it, my love. Look, I think we'll have the ox to start off with and a pulley fussy with the pudding. And don't make a noise when you eat. Oh, yes. These two bottles will do very nicely. Here, we don't want all these candles on, do we? Oh, blimey, it's like an oven in here. <laughs> I'll pour a couple out for a start anyway. <laughs> oh, that's better. Well, uh, what do you think of me? Oh, yes. Oh, that's very nice. Collar and tie as well. That's very presentable. Mm. Is it the suit I got married in? Very smart. Yeah, I'll I put me medals on. Do you think she'll approve? Oh, yes. I uh, don't think you ought to wear the cap, though, do you? Why not? It's my best one. Yes, but it's not right. I mean, not in the house. It's a bit handicap, isn't it? Well, I always keep my cap on in the house. Yeah, but not when we got guests. It's just not done. Oh, all right. Oh, very nice. Now, you combed your hair. Let's have a good look at you. Mmm, yeah, you... Do look nice. Why can't you look like that all the time? Oh, you ought to take more pride in your appearance. You can look nice when you want to, you see. Just, <laughs> just a minute. What's the matter? You dirty old man. You ain't washed yourself. You done yourself up and you ain't washed yourself. Yes, I have. Let me go. No, you ain't. Look at your neck. Wait, filthy. Go and wash yourself. I've had a wash. I'm not talking about VE Day. I'm talking about today. <laughs> You're filthy. It's me skin. I'm dark skin. Go and have a wash. No. Look, you asked me to bring this bird home. Now you have a wash. You're not sitting down to dinner like that. I don't like it, and Roxanne certainly won't like it. I mean, she comes from a clean family. They've got a bath in their house. 
Chapman, it's not the horse we're having into dinner. It's a girl. Uh, she won't notice. I I'll sit with me back to the light. You'll have a wash. I'll turn me collar up. Are you going to wash or not? Not. Then I'll do it for you. Come on, into the kitchen. No! Mind my best. Oh, no. Mind my shoes. Let go of me. Let go. Get away. Now, you put your horrible little head under that sink. Come on. Yeah, soap powder we need now, just a little sprinkling. Oh. And the scrubby brush. Stop it, stop it. I'll get the police. Assaulting an old man. Oh, you're hurting. I can't get me breath. Oh, my heart. My heart. The cold water's done for me. Let's have a look at your face. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Quick, nurse, the flannel. Oh, you dirty, dirty. Dirty old man. Go, look at it coming off. When was the last time your face saw the light of day? There. I'll get you for this. There you are. There's a towel. Come on, dry your face and comb your hair. <laughs> That's better. You're like a newborn baby now. <laughs> I won't forget this, Nari. Oh, the strain. I'm too old. I'll oh, comb your hair. There you are, you see. You look quite respectable I'll now. I'll catch pneumonia. I know I will. You shouldn't have done it. I'll turn it in. Go on, blimey. You've only had a wash. Go on, go and sit by the candles if you're cold. <laughs> she's late, isn't she? Are you sure she's coming? If I've had this wash for nothing, I'll... All women is late. They've got to be late. Otherwise, it makes them look too eager and it puts a bloke off. She'll be here. Another thing, before she gets here, no dirty jokes. <laughs> I know what you are. What do you mean? She don't like them. She's very refined. You don't have to tell me how to behave in front of a lady. I know how to conduct myself. Yeah. All right, then. And what's your language? After you've had a couple, you always let a few slip. I do not. Every other word. Now, you watch yourself. What do you think you're doing? Oh, I was only trying to have a bit of bread. I'm hungry. Well, I'm hungry too. You just have to wait, won't you? If you invite people round, you have to wait for them, don't you? She won't notice if one little roll's gone. No, it's bad manners. Well, she should be here on time. It's bad manners to be late and all. It's already late without her being late. I like my dinner at six o'clock. Six o'clock for dinner? Oh, that's dead working class. That is dead. Mr. Sarty people never had their dinner before eight o'clock. Six o'clock is no good for Roxanne. But she's got to get home from the factory and get changed. <laughs> well, you can't expect her to turn up in her overalls and a turban. Well, it's half past eight by my old grandfather clock, and you know it keeps perfect time, that clock. Hey. What's this spoon for? Soup. What does it look like? Could have been a pudding spoon. You don't put pudding spoons down the side. Pudding spoons lays across the top with a fork going the opposite way. That's for the asparagus soup. Ooh, like soup. Let's have some soup now. She won't know. There ain't enough for two helpings. Well, don't tell her we're having soup, and then when she gets here, we'll, we'll whack straight on with the fish and chips. Oh, ain't that typical. As long as you've got your gut full, it don't matter about other people, does it? We might as well start on the fish and chips as well and just give her the pudding. You ain't starting till she gets here. 
That's right. You keep a look out of the window. Is she coming? I can't see her. I reckon she's giving you the elbow. She ain't coming. Let's start. She's coming. She promised she's coming. Of course she's coming. How many times have you taken this bird out? Twice. Oh, well, that's it then. Third time unlucky. They never turn up the third time unless they mean to go on with it. And it don't look like she does. Let's start. Well, see, I'm very light. Nearly an hour. Does she usually keep you waiting, then? Well, well, like most birds. Oh, dear. She's got you on a string, ain't she? I wouldn't let her make a mug out of me. I know what I'd do if I was you. What? I'd have the soup for a start. Oh. <laughs> Just eat your roll and shut up. I bet them fish and chips is getting dried up. Is that soup burning? No. Ah, just seems a shame. Fine boy like you. If you let her treat you like this now, what's it going to be later on? Your life won't be your own. She'll twist you around her little finger. A boy like you deserves something better than that. Not a bird who doesn't turn up. Going out with other blokes. Who says she's out with another bloke? Well, she ain't here, is she? I mean, if she was so keen on you, she'd be here, wouldn't she? I mean, she should be here, shouldn't she? All right, all right, go and get her dinner in. Well, if she didn't want to come, why didn't she say so? But she didn't have to humiliate me. But she only had to say. Here you are. Just as well, all the more for us. Who do I think I are? <laughs> You do they think they are? What are you doing? That was my suit. No wonder these girls get themselves duffed up. I could do it myself. Oh, I'll go and get the fish and chips. Oh, I made a right joy out of myself. I'm candles. Hey! You nearly hit me with that lot. Here's your fish and chips. Sit down, lad. Sit down. Forget all about her. Eat your dinner. Uh, I'll split her as a party. I don't want any dinner. <coughs> Don't let her upset you, son. She's not worth And you're just as bad as she is. Where's your plate? No, 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 no. That was my no, dinner. I spent good money on her. She's got no right to do this. Who uh, does she think she is? Well, that was my... It's her. Don't let her in yet. I'll get her dinner ready. You've made a mess of the fish, but some of the chips ain't too bad. I'll scrape most... <laughs> most of the dirt will scrape off them. Here, you go and answer the door. Well? Hello, Harold. You're a bit late, aren't you? Am I? Yes, you are. Oh, well, just a few minutes, perhaps. Aren't you going to let me in? What for? Oh, you asked me round for dinner. Oh, did I? Would you excuse me a moment? Give me that plate of fish and chips, Dad, would you? There Thank you are, son. Thank you. Well, what's on? Here is your dinner. I hope you enjoy it. Go on, take it. Huh? Oh! Shut up! But don't come back round here again, ever! Come on, Dick. <laughs> ah, that's the way to treat him. Yeah. I'm proud of you, son. Yeah, we right. don't need women here. We're better off on our own. Yeah, she'll get a right clip if she comes yeah. around again, I'll yeah. Come on, let, let's go and watch Perry Mason. Yeah. Uh, you sit down there, son. Right. Take your boots off. Make yourself comfortable. Uh, here, here, have a fag. Thank you. Uh, I'll open a bottle of rock. You sit there and close your eyes for a minute. I'll go and do it. 
Where did she think she was? Poor boy looks worn out. Oh, I better put the old grandfather clock right, though, before he finds out I put it on an hour. <laughs> been listening to Wilfred Bramble and Harry H. Corbett as Steptoe and Son, with Marianne Stone as Roxanne, written by Alan Simpson and Ray Galton, adapted for radio by Gail Pedrick, and produced by Bobby J. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode of A Steptoe and Son. I do find them very, very funny indeed, and I can visualize their, visualize their faces Every time I hear their voices as well, they had distinct voices, but quite distinct faces as well. I will be back again tomorrow evening from 6pm GTM with some more GTM. I can't talk, can I, this evening? GMT even. Back tomorrow, 6pm GMT for some more great stories to either make you have a laugh, help you enjoy your evening, drift off to sleep, whatever time of day it is that you have a listen. Don't forget to check out my podcast page at patreon.com forward slash foxy after dark. Can't wait to catch up with you all. I'll speak to you then. Stay safe. Be kind. Love you all.